0: I am so excited for you guys to listen to this podcast. This is with Tamara Castello, and she is a specialist in Chinese traditional medicine and the CEO of Tamara Castello Clinic, which is in Lisbon and Porto, Portugal. Um, at her clinic, Tamara treats sleep disorders, thyroid disorders, intestine disease, anxiety, migraines, hormonal problems, and takes a holistic approach to healing. She is the author of four books, and I know that she is writing a fifth one. We had really beautiful conversations conversation around the emotions and the body and really simple rituals that you can implement into your life to create more vitality. You know, one of the things I've been really thinking about lately and I've been having some conversations with Luca is... You know, I don't talk about it that much, um, you know, in in what I do because I am not a professional um, in in you know the health and medicine field, obviously. But um, health is really important part of my life, and I think as somebody who has is a big dream or wants to improve themselves, like health is integral in your own vitality and growth, so you can really live abundantly. You know, even the other day I was saying to Luca that. You know, I, it's, it was a long time ago, but I've, I've put a big focus on my health for the past 10 years. And back before that, I used to get tired in the afternoon and I used to, you know, get grumpy and, and headaches and all these things. And now, after putting a real big focus on my health and well being holistically for the past like 10 years and very, very deeply over the past five years, you know, I am like, like I genuinely have really big energy throughout most of the day. It, it, like I generally never get sick. I generally, you know, have really good skin and digestion and all these things. And this has taken time, but it's just small little habits, um, over time. And I think also processing our emotions is, is such a big part of that as well, as we're going to talk about in this podcast. So to hear, um, Tamara, you know, reflect a lot of the beliefs that I believe as as a medical professional was so incredibly powerful. She's one of the ladies that, you know, I said to her that she's such an expander for myself because she has such beautiful boundaries and such beautiful self-care rituals. Yet at the same time, she runs powerful business she runs multiple businesses and she helps women all around the world so you know just the proof that we can do both we can access our big goals and dreams but also really deeply take care of ourselves so without further ado let us dive in you guys are just gonna love this episode hello everyone welcome back to the beautiful souls podcast i am incredibly excited for our conversation today because we have tamara castello here who's joining us from portugal is that correct yeah um who is going to be sharing about the power of rituals she is a chinese medicine doctor she's incredibly intelligent in her field oh my god thank you (laughs) to have you here and to have this conversation today so thank you for being here
1: Thank you so much. I'm really, well, this is a good, good presentation. Now I'm
0: just (laughs) blushing, but yeah, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, well, deservedly so. Like you, what you you. have done is incredible. And um, I know that you recently uh, put out a book all about the power of ritual and I would love to know a little bit about your background like what inspired you to share that and I think it's so incredibly important you know rituals are really important part of my own life and I think it's really what we're missing as a modern culture like that deep connection to connection. our soul yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what what inspired you to to
1: start so, um well I no, normally inspirations are a bit strange <laughs> we don't yeah. know yeah yeah but uh, this is my fourth book um and uh I don't know. I think I I initially starting to write this book on February of 2020. Um, In Portugal, the pandemic starts in March.
2: Mm, So I
1: just got back from a vacation, a long vacation. and I started writing and I started to feel, okay, maybe I will, because the the book has two parts. So the first part I wrote in the beginning of the pandemic. And the second part I wrote uh, in December of 2020. Mm. Uh, because this, the first part of the book is a part of where I talk about all of the stress related and how how you can manage your ego and your mind. Um, and a lot of things that uh, connect the physiological point of view to the way your body reacts to emotions. Mm. But then at some point um, during the, um, the pandemic, I I'm, I have a big crew of doctors working for me. Um, and we we are we were struggling because people. I've been a doctor for 16 years, and uh, for me, I was really struggling because it was the first time in my practice that people they they come to my office, I treat them, and then two days later, they they were terrible. Mm. So, that, so it was really difficult. And then the rituals. I I've, I've done rituals all my life. I I was really anxious when I was a kid, and um, I had a lot of routines that I practiced to feel more grounded and to feel more conscious and to feel more myself, Mm -hmm. which were rituals at some level, um, to connect myself with the earth and here and now. Um, And I thought, well, maybe I should share some of the rituals um, because I was getting a lot of difficult feedback from my patients uh, in my clinic because the, the anxiety was overwhelming mm. and the people didn't sleep and it was like going crazy at some point and um I, lo- I have a lot of doctors that that comes to my to my to my practice to to be patients, mm. and they were completely crazy and um mm. a lot of lawyers and, and teachers uh, so They they were completely crazy and it was difficult. So the rituals made sense um, because I felt that people need a connection on a deeper level, not only uh, physical and uh, emotionally, but in a deeper level with themselves. Because it was a time that we were completely out of our normality and uh, out of our life and out of our social ground and our our happiness mm. <laughs> um for me I work every day so it was normal everyone in my clinic we just did normal work we, we never did homework mm. we just every day we go we go we go so I think for some people it was normal for some people it was terrible mm. um, and then I started to develop some rituals uh, because I divided um, some biotypes in my book, three biotypes, which is inspired by Ay- Ayurvedic um, um, medical school, which I love so very mm-hmm. much, and because it's the basis of traditional Chinese medicine, and it's amazing. Um, and I like to today I do a lot of things, not only <laughs> traditional Chinese medicine. I do like crazy uh, a lot of a little bit of everything that I've been studying for 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 a long time, um, and. Um, I developed specific rituals for specific types of brain and specific types of person. If you are mm-hmm. more anxious and you feeling like this and if you're, you're anxiety, because anxiety is a big word, you mm-hmm. know, it can mean a lot of things. It can mean you cannot move. It can mean you cannot stand still. It, it mm-hmm. can mean a lot for mm-hmm. anxiety expresses themso- itself in very difficult ways in in people. And uh, it can be problems with the bowels. It can be problems with the muscles. It can be, you cannot breathe. It can be a lot of things. So I decided to do the rituals to help people. And it really helped because I I started to to do it on the practice. They come, a part of the practice was normal. And then I said, okay, today we are are going to breathe Mm -hmm. and I will teach you to breathe. (laughs) And they were like, what? read me what <laughs> and it was really funny. and I started to teach them you do this before your bedtime you do this when you wake up and when you feel anxious you do this and then I started to give them a little tips of rituals they can do every day mm. and it was beautiful because they started to improve and I, I passed I passed on to all of my all of my doctors in my crew and it's really it stayed until today
2: mm.
0: and it's really really nice it's beautiful to know um, that there's so many tangible things that we can actually do ourselves, because I think in this modern society, we're so used to being prescribed a pill. It's like, I have a problem, here's a pill, right? And. It, it's uh, and what I believe and obviously you're the expert in this is like a pill is only a band-aid like yeah you might feel a little bit less depressed or a little bit less anxious but you're not actually going to the root of what the problem is right yeah the,
1: but sometimes you know it's it's difficult because the people people are we are not used to suffer mm. it's like we, we, are, we struggle with suffer um and we can endure suffer that comes from the outside better in a better way that it suffered that comes from the inside because we are not taught to allow our emotions to express themselves in a good way
2: mm.
1: we are just suppressing all the time mm. and uh, this is difficult because when something incredible happened, like the pandemic then the emotions everything go, goes out of place because we are supposed to feel every emotion in the normal way we are supposed to feel anger we are supposed to feel sadness and it's okay. Mm. Not a problem. It's just you're just sad. Just one day. It's go, it's like a wave. And you have to be be cool. But people don't like to feel things that they are not used to. They mm. like to feel on, in control and they like to feel all the time strict mm. with not with non-fluctuation of the emotions. And this is impossible because it is com- completely against our nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is the main problem, I think. And the pill, what gives you is stability. Yeah. But you, if you want to have stability, you have to know yourself just to, okay, today I'm sad. It's okay. It's just sadness. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's just mm-hmm. sadness. Sadness will, why, why am I sad? Okay. Okay. Just allow it to express itself and it goes away. Mm-hmm. Because if you suppress it, it stays in your body and in your soul and in your body and your mind and everyone, mm. it it stays there because you have to work it through to manage to be regulated again. Mm. And people don't like that, but yeah. they always want to have a good day.
0: Yeah. And it, yeah. I, I notice that, you know, one of the basis is like how I start with my clients is, you know, you got to feel your feelings like you and f- we feel to heal, but and I have sometimes clients that come to me, they're like, I f- I felt sad for two days. I'm like, that's, it's okay. It's fine that you felt sad for two days. It's actually normal. It's actually a beautiful thing that you're feeling. Normally nice I say, good for you. Yeah. And yeah. they say,
2: what are you saying? Is it good for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they go crazy. But yeah, it's beautiful okay. to
1: feel
2: everything.
0: And I think like our society isn't really brought up in that way, right? Like we tell kids to stop crying, I think. And emotions make people uncomfortable because they, you know, I believe that people can only handle someone else's emotions to the depth that they've held themselves in their own emotions, right? Oh, yeah. Someone is. You You can say that again. Yeah, right. We can only hold someone to the depths that we've held ourselves. So, you know, if you get triggered by someone being sad or angry or upset, like maybe there's sadness or anger up or upsetness inside we of you. We are all mirrors. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. And the, because we, when we were little, our parents—well, parents of parents of parents, of course—we don't like kids to be sad. And when the kids said, "I'm sad," ooh go to the doctor because these kids are supposed to be happy all the time no they are not Mm. that's not true they're supposed to feel everything like a normal person happy sad anger Mm. it's normal (laughs) and i'm so angry i want to kill my sister yeah it's okay good for you it Mm. will go through it will go away Mm. if the mother or the father is not always don't say that that's terrible thing to say about your sister Allow the people to feel, then it will go away. It will eventually understand you he loves his sister. Sometimes mm-hmm. he wants to kill her, but he loves her. You know, it's just you you have to bring it down a bit, you know, and the emotions has to be have to be treated in um in a good way. All mm-hmm. of the emotions, because we are a bit not cool with some emotions. you are just I don't mm-hmm. want to feel this. Ooh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is, it's a shadow emotion, like a bad emotion. There's no such thing as bad emotion. Mm. It's an emotion. If you're feeling it, all of your cells are feeling it. So, yeah.
0: and I think people think that they're gonna get stuck in the emotion, you know, especially they're, if you've had it's moments- scary. Yeah, of, of depression really? in your life or, you know, we you've gone to really dark places in yourself. But it's like, I think people think that, oh, if I feel it, that I'm that I'm there and I can't escape it. Or it's, instead of it being a dark cave that you never come out of it, it's it's like a tunnel, right? Like, yeah, you will walk. Yeah, yeah but darkness, it's, but
1: it's your tunnel. It's your tunnel. Mm. That's really important because people and normally when they speak about depression, I had a big, bigger, major depression when I was 20 really dark and uh, really difficult for me. And um, I always said I had, I had a brilliant doctor with me at the time and he was, he, I always said to him, I don't like to feel this emotion because it's really, really dark. And he said to me, it's your darkness, love. <laughs> he looked me like that, it's your darkness, love. Not my darkness, it's your poop, not my poop. So <laughs> deal with it,
2: mm. it's
1: yours. Just take care of it with love. Don't do like this. If you do like this, it will stay forever a monster. Mm. Just in, just, okay. It's mine, my own, <laughs> I have to look at it. You understand, understand, look, why this is triggering me? Why this is, a, why this is a hole so big? Why it's so dark? What is here? What is not here? Why am I connected to these emotions? And it's okay, just the emotions are a way to Mm. If you don't feel it, it's just it doesn't make sense. Mm. It's not it's not that you you you, you can put it in a, a, a more beautiful way. You know, just just you can go to acupuncture. You can do supplements or herbs, not to numb you, but to help you if it's really hardcore. And if you, even if you need an antidepressant for a short period of time, it's okay. If you are conscious. Like, I know what I'm doing, I'm numbing myself because I'm too overwhelmed, but then I will deal with it later.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And if you do it, it's okay. Mm. But you have to be conscious of what you're doing. You understand? It's it's really important. Absolutely.
0: How do you see you know, I, I believe, and I have read and I have heard, it's like when we don't feel our emotions, they can manifest in our body um, of course. as injury. And so I'd just loved you to speak on that because you are, you know, a Chinese medicine doctor. And so how I'm, I'm obsessed
2: anyway? with, with
1: with physical with physical connections to emotions because I have actually, I have a master's on oncology, integrative oncology. Um, so I see patients and they are going to chemo process normally. Mm-hmm or or other types of chemo like leather trexato, leather trexato that have autoimmune disease. Um, and um, normally um, I always I, I always say to the patients, one exercise that I shared is today I'm feeling whatever. And I said, where do you feel it? And they said, what? I said, where? Where do you feel your emotions?
2: Mm.
1: Here, 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 where? It's not everywhere because it's, it's, that's impossible, but your, your cells and your skin and your organs feel what you're thinking because when you have butterflies in your belly, that's a real feeling. It's not in your mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're actually contracting your, your belly. The muscles are moving to the sound of your brains and your thoughts and your emotions. And emotions like fear, if you get scared, you do like this. All of your cells
2: mm-hmm.
1: clip. So you're really reacting to emotions on the physical level, on a biological level, or the biochemistry level, and on an energy level.
2: Mm. So
1: they get stuck. Yeah, <laughs> they get stuck. even if you have a beautiful uh, process in with your psychotherapist, which I have two in my in my crew, which is amazing the body still needs help
2: mm.
1: because it stays stuck a lot of times. Because it's, it's if you as child uh, were taught that you have to fear your father or you have to fear some situation, you have to tell yourself on a biological level, cool down. And you cannot do this with your mind. It's not mm. like positive thinking as I see all over the Instagram now. Mm more than that you have to go deeper than that
2: mm-hmm. you
1: mm-hmm. have to touch it you have to and block it you have to do it in a way you can supplement and then you you have to touch it and feel feel your body understand and sometimes when you touch a patient he is perfect when he is on the consultation he talks and he's happy and the some and point and he started crying mm-hmm. like one second and he's like what's happening he said nothing it's just Emotions stay there. They are just waiting for a, a way to get out and to relief, mm. and it stays stuck. And, and, and even with kids, you can see that they are they are because they are they have less tools to manage the the feelings. Very difficult.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> it's a point of human experience that is really difficult actually, because the normally normally where you identify a lot with your thoughts and emotions and it's hard. Uh, You have to take a step back and look at them from a perspective, Mm. um, the whole perspective. But this is not, with kids, it's really difficult. And kids normally have a lot of tension in the back, like they are completely stuck, a lot of them. If you touch them, they are like rocks, Mm. (laughs) stress-related a lot Mm. of times. So you have to help. kids, I always say to mothers, please do massage massage the kids like every day take it out take off the pressure put the body in a comfortable position Mm. allow the body to feel safety because the body feels body don't think it feels Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it needs to feel safe warm Mm. safe okay here i can relax and then and then we do when you do this when you relax all of the cells relax not it's not here it's here on the trillion cells you have
0: and like Mm -hmm. i see that in um it's interesting when you can see someone that has maybe done more work on feeling their emotions and moving it through Mm -hmm. their body like you'll actually see from what i've seen is like they're more nimble like they're more flexible right their body moves whereas you know in society there's actually so many people that are so stiff right because we sit we stand we walk but we don't like allow ourselves to express and to feel and it's such a powerful way of moving those emotions to the body just like you said dancing is beautiful
1: it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful way to do that it's amazing because you can you can express Mm -hmm. yourself can express and more than express they can regulate the emotion Mm -hmm. because emotions need to be regulated Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's like it's like food you have to eat and then you have to poop Mm -hmm. like emotions you have to digest
0: them, yeah. In a way, I can imagine it'd be amazing, in, you know, in the future to see a world where this is common knowledge of the power of you know moving these emotions and and the. the... I
1: think it's. I, I think people in a in a um, subconscious level they they know this because they say when I do exercise I feel better. Yeah. When I'm because they are starting to connect the movement, but the beautiful thing is when you can connect the emotion to the to the root of the problem, to the root of the movement, to the arm, to the leg, to the, because in traditional Chinese medicine, you can connect everything, so it's beautiful. Mm. You can connect the, the liver to anger, you can connect the lung to sadness. you can connect the everything, you know, the kidney to, to fear and the knees to fear, so it's amazing, it's really powerful.
0: Are the knees fear as well? Because I have been having a click in my knee lately. And the first thing I do now is I don't even, I, I like go, okay, what does this feeling or this body part, what emotion is it related to? Same normally way. it's fear. Fear. Okay. Okay. When okay, you I are, have to have to it's at.
1: beautiful because we, when you are scared, your
0: your knees normally tremble, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. And my, it was, I think, a year and a half ago, my fiance was um, moving through some emotion and grief and sadness, and then his lung collapsed, which is
1: crazy. Sadness. Yeah, it's not crazy.
0: Right? It's normal. (laughs) It's normal. And you can see this a lot with people, too. Uh, I've seen clients, it's like, you know, when people, like, put their back out? right? Yeah. Because uh, the back, back is one of the biggest, I believe, right? Because it's emotion and, and grief. It's beautiful back. Yeah. You're
1: interested sometimes medicine, you have uh, two lines of points. This is the spinal cord. And then you have two lines of points that called the shoe points. They are, they open the, um, all of the part of the emotion of the organ. So you actually have points to open the emotion to auto-regulate. It's beautiful.
0: Wow. Yeah. So then someone you, when puts you put their it, back like a, out. Would you say go to yeah. like acupuncture or t- t-
1: acupuncture, Chinese t- medicine? Yes, I, I don't today. I this is my base base medicine today. I in my clinic we are super. We have integrated medicine. We do a lot of things
0: like
1: okay everything you can imagine. Yeah, um, we in medicine so we have common doctors. We have psychotherapists. We have physiotherapists, osteopathy. We have uh, everything. It's like a mini hospital. It's really cool. Uh, Where people talk to each other. (laughs) That's important. Um, And uh, talk about the patient. So it's really cool. And I love. Um, And actually, um, what I was saying is that um, when you actually, well, I will give you an example. You come to my clinic. And you have a problem with your knee. I have a click in my knee okay mm-hmm. so we see everything in your body physiologically is working because normally even if, if even if physiology normally works with emotions because it's not oh i i got the root of my problem i have a problem on my uh, back and my problem on my back is hurting my knee oh okay everything is fixed <laughs> no normally no so you have to see from the perspective of the biochemistry, the perspective of the emotion and the perspective of the physiology. And you have to treat the three aspects normally. And if you do that, normally you'll get better. Even if you need surgery,
2: mm-hmm. you have
1: to understand what is behind the problem always. Mm-hmm. So you always have to go through all the parts.
0: How do we and get a you- clinic like yours in, oh, I in mean Canada, like you need to, you need to- No, no. worlds
1: yeah I don't know I have to and it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> I, imagine. I don't know but it, it will I don't know I think some someday I don't know I have online appointments from all over the world oh, we wow. all do actually in my clinic yeah we see people from all over the world like crazy yeah wow so we already do that so even with with supplements and with food and with rituals we can do a lot
0: Mm. So, and I think that's well, it's so cool that in your clinic you do like all of it you know because even in the past for myself it's like oh, okay well I'll go to the acupuncturist and then I'll go to the Chinese medicine doctor and then I'll go to the physiotherapist and then I'll go no, to the speech therapist, and then but you're just so, like everyone tells you something different so it can be confusing no, right
1: it can be and for the patient you has to you, we have to have a line of what we are doing you have to have I want to do this first and then that and then that and I'm this is really important because mm. normal normal people with, I don't know, 35 to 40 years old, normally they have three to seven symptoms. Different. No, mm. Nothing special. Just like little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. Mm. And then when you see them, you have to understand what's going on from the point of view of the diagnosis, of course. And then you have to have a strategy for the patient. It's not the patient to decide and to go to 10 different places, my God. It's crazy.
2: Mm.
1: You have to be consistent. Mm. And um I have patients for 15 years ago and I have the, the, the sons of the patient and I have the daughters and I have the fathers and I have the mothers. And that's clinical practice.
2: Mm. <laughs> that
0: is beautiful
1: incredible. because yeah, I have babies that I've seen and down there, they are fifteen. Wow. And they're still coming two times a year, maybe and Just to see if everything is okay. They are perfect, but it's,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. that's incredible. Um, I just love, I'm so grateful that there's people like you in the world doing Thank this work you. because it's so needed, <laughs> so needed from this holistic perspective. Um, I would love to hear, you know, I know rituals is a really big thing, you know, that you are obviously very passionate about for someone like yourself, like you own a clinic, you, you know, you have your mother, you're, you're working, you do have a lot of things. And I know there's so- being, A thing, a lot yeah. of things, yeah. Yeah. And that, that is, the, uh, you know, they might not be exactly like you, but that's a reality of a lot of women out there, like women carry a lot and what are some of the yeah. rituals that you do in your life to help you manage stress? And normally and all- they don't
1: like my answer, <laughs> but I will tell you anyway, okay.
0: normally people don't like my answer. Well,
1: I go to bed at nine 30. Yeah. So this is a main, a main problem. Yeah. <laughs> at 10 o'clock I'm sleeping every yeah. day. And I sleep nine hours a day. Yeah,
0: nice. I
1: I, I told you I didn't. I, you were not going to like my answer.
0: That's not. I, it's is, funny that, that that's so needed. Like I thought you were going to be like you need to like run a marathon
1: every day and no, you're like, oh, no, sleep no, nine no. hours. No, no. I'm I'm a super simple person because you know what our body reacts to repetition. Mm. You don't have to be strict, or you don't have to be. Long hours, and you don't have to be a super ritual. Three hundred candles and whatever. (laughs) Just do one candle. Just do one word of the day every day in the morning. Connect yourself for two minutes at night. Say your blessings. Breathe five minutes of 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 good breathing, just to put oxygen in all your cells. Put a mantra on to listen. Go to sleep. Sleep nine hours. This is enough. Mm. Then if you you can add, I can add a lot of things, but if you do this, your world will shift. Mm. But you what have if, to do the nine hours. What if people struggle sleeping now?
0: Because a lot of people
1: struggle to sleep. People don't know how to sleep. People don't understand that sleep it's a power of relaxation. It's a decision. Mm -hmm. You know, people go to sleep normally at the point of starvation. You eat without starvation, right? Because, you know, it's time to eat. You're not starving yourself. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm about to die, almost starving myself, I will eat in a day. No, you know when when to eat. You don't need to be like going numb, like dizzy to, to eat. But with sleep, people have to be.
2: Completely broken
1: to go to sleep. And this is the problem.
2: Mm.
1: You have to go to sleep normally. Oh, but I'm not sleepy. Good. That's the good good way to go to sleep. Not sleepy. So go to sleep without sleepy. Because if you're sleepy, you're way off your limits. Mm. You have a hormone that's called melatonin that is going off your system normally at 9 o'clock. If you miss that train, you get another train at 2 a.m. So you're not be able to sleep because that's not your time to sleep. Your time has passed, man. You have to to put yourself to sleep until 10 maximum Mm. to get the train, the good train. The train that puts you to sleep well. Mm. The other trains are little trains, not good trains because they are low doses of melatonin. You're not at full strength. So you have to go with the flow of your body and your rhythm. People don't like it. I always say to my patients, you have your first yawn and you have to go to bed in three minutes and sleep. Mm. Oh, but I have my first yawn at 8.30. And I said, oh yeah, go to sleep. I cannot go to sleep at that time. You're not having a problem to sleep. You have a problem with boundaries and limits. Of yourself. You have to listen to your body and you have to know when you're tired. And you, because the body is like, you're not going to sleep. Okay. So I will pump adrenaline to your system. How are you going to sleep with adrenaline? Mm. Never. It's a choice. Either you go to sleep when you're feeling sleepy at nine o'clock, or your body will pump adrenaline for you to be awake and then you cannot sleep. Because you're just like this, 400 things in your mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because your body had, had to put some chemicals in your body Ooh. to keep you awake because you didn't respect it. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have really problems sleeping, then you can do herbs and then you can do puncture, and then you can do a lot of rituals. And you have to disconnect from work at 6 a.m., 6 p.m., have to have a lot of hours just to. Put yourself calm you have to put your exercise a bit lower in the day not to excite yourself with cortisol lower your adrenaline and then you will you will get sleepy mm. but if you're you're not dizzy sleeping you have to go to bed realizing it's a problem it's a, a process of relaxation sleep or falling asleep it's not a problem a, a process of disconnection And I have patients of mine that said, oh, it takes me 20 minutes to fall asleep. It's normal. Mm. Imagine, normally I said to them, imagine your head and your body is a big, big factory and you have to put out the light of every sector. It takes a bit of time. Mm. So just consciously put off the light. Put yourself to rest. Give it quiet and give it space and put it together and then you will sleep better Mm -hmm. and if it's not enough you have a lot of herbs and you have a lot of acupuncture and you can do a lot of things but the main thing I think people don't have the limit to understand when they are tired because it's too early my my god Mm -hmm. you're tired you're tired you have to sleep Mm -hmm. and everybody has different biorhythms there are people that can be tired at 9, 8.30, 9.30. After 10, it's too much. Mm. And then you 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 miss the night and you have to sleep at night. This is really important. not the same sleep during the day or during the night mm. because of the hormones. Mm. So you have to, if you cannot, because you have anxiety and you have to treat the anxiety. But it's not a problem of sleeping it's a problem of anxiety mm. They are two different things or if you have a problem with uh, binge eating you cannot go to sleep because you're activating your digestion system and your liver is like this and your gallbladder is like this and then how you're going to sleep you cannot sleep mm. even if you can even sleep for two hours because you're so tired then you just pass away but then you wake up at 2 a.m like Crazy because you didn't shut off your system your whole factory still have the light on
2: mm.
1: so sleeping is a matter of limits priorities and respect for your body and if if this doesn't work herbs and acupuncture mm. but it's respect mm. we struggle with sleeping not only the babies the babies struggle to sleep we all struggle mm like a struggle an inner struggle yeah but I don't have time to leave because I put my kids to bed and I stay like this okay leave in the morning wake to wake at 6 a.m 5 a.m whatever not at night that's not the time
2: yeah
1: that's the time for sleeping yeah you know but this is difficult
0: with um them like, so I'm in Vancouver, Canada, and I notice it's really interesting in winter versus summer, because in winter, it's dark at 4.30 or five o'clock. And so, Jesus. yeah, it's, it's, that it's hard for the, the, the nervousness or like the, the mind, because you really, you need to get that sunlight, but it's more challenging. But then in the summer here, it's literally doesn't get dark till like 10:30 11 p.m. sometimes. How does that like how do you find that with cir- uh, the circadian rhythms when the It's sun, crazy.
1: It's crazy. Changes? It's crazy. But you
0: have to teach your body.
1: Mm. It's like you have to define your hour to sleep and you have to yeah. sleep every day at the same hour even without the sun and without the Yeah, you have to put it put it all obscure and it puts it all open and you, you, you play with the light. Yeah. I think that's the best way. Yeah. But keep your rhythm. Your rhythm is really important. Don't change it for nothing. Because mm. this is health. Because at night, your body cleans all the toxins. If you don't have good nights, the toxins will accumulate and will get you sick. Mm. Because we are perfect, actually. Our bodies are really
0: perfect in the way they are made. Mm. Cause they're, they're always healing themselves. You know, that's what I think. If you
1: allow themselves, they're always cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. But if you don't sleep, it's crazy. They cannot do anything. It's really difficult.
0: Yeah. What happens like, you know, and I know you're a mother, I'm not a mother yet, but you know, when with newborns and like, you know, (sighs) you get into that space where it's like, you know, you want to sleep, but you're trying to keep another human. Like what do women in that phase of life do?
1: Well, normally you have good hormones that keep you up. <laughs> that's yeah. good, the, the good part. But uh, maternity is really challenging. Yeah. Um, because normally we are a tribe folk. So normally we we used to have a tribe with mm. us. <laughs> we, there used to be more of us. <laughs> um, so that's a, an issue. Because you're supposed to, to sleep when the baby sleeps. Mm. Uh, but people want to do something with their lives and that's crazy and difficult so I always say for the first two months always sleep when the baby sleeps and do nothing please, nothing like die for the world don't do nothing, nothing Nothing. not even exercise, don't do nothing Just just recover Nine months with the baby in the belly, it's really difficult. Mm. So, recover, give yourself that time to recover and to do nothing. And then, when the rhythms of the baby are better, you can start to get your own new rhythm of mm. sleeping. Um, but you always have to have at least two nights in a row sleeping at week per week. Mm. You have to do it with your husband, with the mother, with the father, whatever.
2: Mm.
1: You have to one in each room something like this Mm. because you need to sleep recover. it's really important and and to have a baby is really difficult it's a difficult task Mm. but help is the the most beautiful thing you can have
0: and it's interesting because you see those times of life where you realize how important sleep is. Because you know, like I, I am my si- siblings have have had kids, and so you see in those sleep deprived times, it's like, oh my gosh, this is how important sleep is. Like your brain doesn't work, you don't have energy, you just you like don't regulate really your emotions. You're just, no, no, you're just a you're just a, an animal. Yeah, like, don't, yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> I will bite you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's terrible.
2: laughs>
1: But it's it's crazy. Here in Portugal, they have a study that's really interesting that they say that the, all of the, the major kind of divorces happen in the first two years of
0: newborns. Wow. Yeah. Makes sense. It's stressful, right? Yeah. yeah. It's stressful. <laughs>
1: My minds are bigger, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, I have a 13-year-old and an eight-year-old, so they are cool. They sleep oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, that, but that's terrible really yeah. it's really you have to have you have to prepare yourself a lot you know i know you have to prepare yourself mentally physically and emotionally it's mm-hmm. really important to have this conscience and to understand that uh, sleep is really one of the most important things during pregnancy and during the postpartum it's really really important and you have to okay i will do nothing else but sleep eat and feed the baby this is my life and if you're okay with that, you will do a really beautiful job mm. because your body will recover. But then I see people in my in my clinic because I have a part of gynecology there, integrative gynecology. And then uh, they with one month and a half, they're already in the gym. And I said, are you crazy? Your hair will fall. All of your hair will fall in six months, I will tell you. And then the skin gets old and all of the body gets old and the skin is, Terrible, it gets terrible because you have to rest, man. And rest is rest. It's not you don't joke about this. Mm. It's you you lost you you lose a lot of blood, a lot of nutrients. You have to rest. It's not a joke. Rest, rest. Like I don't do anything like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rest like mm. statue. Yeah, <laughs> rest. Yeah, but people. Yeah. You know they want to do everything in the pressure of the body and they
0: have to get feet. I don't know. People are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I go, I go crazy. And I I think part of it again, links back to what we were speaking about at the beginning is like, at least I see with a lot of women, because this used to be me, I was an athlete for many years and I couldn't slow down because I couldn't sit with myself because I was afraid of my emotions and I was afraid of my feelings. And so slowing down, everyone's like, rest, 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 rest. And I got very exhausted and tired, but I literally couldn't do that because I knew that when I would rest, then it would all come up. And I didn't know how to deal with that. And so through being able to regulate that and feel that and move through it, it's like now getting to a space where rest is peaceful. But I think that that's why, you know, so many of us, it's this like kind of loop where so many, I see so many women and humans today, they can't slow down because our society is like that, but also they're afraid of slowing down for what it's going to bring up. They, They cannot. It's like a do or die. It's like incredible, but...
1: There are a lot of people who can help you with that. Mm-hmm. You can slow it easy and with, I don't know, with a lot of people giving you a space to allow yourself to feel and you can do herbs to make the transition easier and you can do a lot of things. It doesn't have to be hardcore or something like, Arr! and you can do it smoothly and you can do it really cool, but it it has a bit of pain as everything but well mm-hmm. it's okay yeah. it's a good kind of pain because it's a pain that allows yourself to know yourself and to be aligned with your purpose and with yourself and you self self profound which is the most important thing for me mm-hmm. um in my life mm-hmm.
0: I have a lot of women that I work with and is there anything particular I know we've kind of spoken about women today but anything that even extra that is really beneficial for a woman in in rituals yeah sleeping a lot
1: I, I yeah. see 90% of my patients are women
0: I I love I love
1: to see women and I do a lot of breast cancer and I I'm just a lot I I'm obsessed with women I do endometriosis PC, PCOs I, I do all yeah. of the women's I, it's my my kind of thing my perfect I I love it so yeah women women are difficult because our rhythm is a moon rhythm, moon cycle. Now, so our rituals have to be more um, because we 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 go through like a, a birth and a death in every in every cycle. You know, we just so, oh, oh. it's like a a circle. So it's difficult. So you have to have rituals. With your menses, we can start with that rituals, um because you're feeling really tired, lack of emotion, lack of uh, motivation, um emotions, maybe a little overwhelmed. and then you have to have rituals to set you up in that time of month. So you have to rest more, do auto or self- massage with uh, ginger oil, really, really good for the legs, not to be swollen. Really, really important, and you can have yang yang oil. You know. Oh that?
0: yeah, ylang ylang. Yeah. Yeah,
1: perfect in the belly when you are with the uh, with your period,
0: mm.
1: with your blood, and um, you can do that every day, and you have to rest a lot. When your period ends, the menses ends, you can start to do a lot of rituals because you have a lot of energy. The energy start to go up until the ovulation time. So you you're a lot, you have a lot of creativity. So mm-hmm. for women, that time of month, between the seventh day of the cycle and the sixteen day of the cycle, it's a good 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 moment to write vision boards, write emotions, write what you want to do for the next month, write what you want the, the important things for you for this week, next week, goals, strategy. That's the most marvelous thing to do every day. Because your brain is focused your energy is creative and it's perfect I love to do that in my time of months because I have a, a word that I do every day when I wake up I always think what is my word of the day um and normally in that time of month you ha- the words are really emotion words like mm. doing 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 and then when it's the 16 17 10 days before the next period it's about reflection inner work so outer work inner work rest outer work inner work rest and then you have to have rituals for your myself what are the things that i'm scared of how can i neutralize my feelings which are the feelings that neutralize my feelings you can do a lot of rituals of this to understand yourself better why am i feeling so sad or angry or reactive or why my triggers are so because it's a good a good moment of observation
2: Mm. because when
1: we are premenstrual everything it's amplified so it's a perfect moment to look inside so rituals for diving in inner process you can do mantra meditation understand your feelings your root emotions you can go more more deeper so women i can do this all all day i can do two hours of work of of talking here yeah (laughs) so but I think you get the basic feeling. Yeah. So, um, you can coordinate that with the moon as well. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah.
0: Do. I think yeah. it's, you know, you even just having this conversation with you today, it's like a real expander for me because seeing everything you've accomplished you. in your clinic <laughs> and like with your work. So you're still doing such incredible work because I feel like we have this belief as a society well if I slow and if I rest then I can't can, then I can't do everything that I want to do in the world but you basically oh have broken that belief system yeah I mean, like look no, at the that's, good that, that
1: that's a that's a lie yeah <laughs> that's a lie yeah <laughs> no that's a lie I have to no I have no it's a lie you can do both and you still you can manage to go to your center and I don't work 14 hours a day uh, and I run two success, successful businesses and it, I'm writing my fifth book Wow! and everything. Yeah. So it's okay. You can do it. You're just allowing yourself and respecting your limitations as a human being as and as a woman, which is more than a man because we have a difficult hormone pattern and we lose blood and the emotions of women are more open.
0: So mm. difficult. It's
2: mm.
0: Not easy. Mm. I'm I'm just, I've just, <laughs> I've loved, loved, loved this conversation. Um, thank today you. Um, so, th- I thank you so much for being able to be here with me and and have this. Is there anything that you would like to share um, before we wrap up today?
1: No, I think uh, if you need something of me, you can just
0: follow me and I will answer.
1: I have a lot in my, in my um, website. I have a lot of PDF for free with a lot of information. Uh, you can download it. It's free and then you can just be happy with food and supplements and a lot of things for women. Normally 90% of the things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you do um, um, online appointments as well, right? Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, my schedule is a bit complicated
1: but yeah yeah, i do i have a big big crew and your clinic does
0: right yeah
1: yeah we are 31 at this point and yeah we yeah my clinic does for everywhere in the world french english spanish portuguese pretty much all
0: beautiful i will put all the information in the show notes yes thank you so much for being here today it's been a pleasure Um, me too everyone has enjoyed and have a beautiful day Welcome to The Other Side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention, but as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening no matter who you are where you're from or where you're going I see you I love you and you matter so thank you for listening beautiful souls and I'll see you next time